All right, welcome to Old School. Jank, you Ben Mangos with you guys tonight. Old School is always brought to you by Two Strong Coffee. Is that new handmade mugs made here in America by a progressive who does great work? Yeah, hello, twostrongcoffee.com slash TYT. Ben, as always, that was smooth, right? You're very smooth. I like the way that you cast a shadow over your eyes with the mug. That was good. That's like old school TV, very Cronkite-esque. He was always doing stuff like that. Oh yeah, I mean, look, if I had a dollar for every time I got compared to Walter Cronkite, I would have zero dollars. <laughs> so, okay, Ben, I gotta, and by the way, shoptyt.com as well. My dad's book, the original Young Turks on there. I don't know that it's selling like hotcakes, but everybody who reads it goes, "Oh my god, that's really good." So Check people out. who people who read it, they like hotcakes. So that's what it is. I see. Okay. You read the um, book and you think, you know what? Let's get some hotcakes. Let's get some Johnny cakes. Johnny cakes, yeah. Why, Mister? What do you take my Johnny cakes for? <laughs> um, all right. So Ben, I got a lot of fun topics for you today. Okay. Um, uh, and I have a present for you, and that's mm-hmm. actually my first topic. How should one dude give a present to another dude? Uh, Over a candle at dinner, and it should be wrapped. Ah, I see. Well, the one I got you is wrapped in newspaper. All right. Um, so uh, we were on a trip to Wyoming, and mm-hmm. I saw something that you might like, and so I bought it for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I realized that, I was like, well, maybe I should get Ben something too. Uh, <laughs> now I was in a bit of a conundrum. Okay, so it's a hat. I'll show it to you. I don't have it on me now, but I'll show it to you next time we're in person. Maybe I'll show it next time on old school. But it, it's a baseball cap that I know you would love, right? right and good. but I, I, but since you and I are so similar, I loved it. I and I bought it, and it's now instantly my new favorite thing. Um, and but then I was like, well, I can't get him the same hat. That's not what people do, right? I don't know if we're too old school, but uh, but uh, I mean, if we showed up at the same place with the same exact baseball cap, and that's pretty distinctive, uh, it's a bit much. Okay, it's a um, bit much, but the odds are pretty slim that that would happen, and it would be at a place like if we're going to a place where we're wearing the same hat, like it's a. It's so casual. We don't wear hats, you know, in general, like out amongst, you know, in the. I think I think we're okay. I think we're okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Have we done this old school episode before? I probably would have watched you the same baseball cap. Instead, now I can't give it away because I'm my mom's son, and everything has to be a surprise. So right. I can't I can't tell you what I got instead. <laughs> but it's not your birthday. It's not Christmas. Uh, I don't have an excuse for giving it to you. Um, so what what do you do? Do you just is that okay? Just be like, yeah, hey, yes, it's okay. I think you say, uh, hey, look, I was uh, driving in Wyoming, which I very much want to go to. I've never been to Wyoming or Montana. I'm obsessed with both of them, as you know. And uh, and I uh, and I was like, yeah, I saw this hat. I thought you, I thought you'd like it. It's fine. It's good. I I I don't. You've probably forgotten, but I've 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 gotten you two t-shirts. No, I haven't forgotten, and yeah. and that's I feel like I owe you a bunch of presents. This because that's not. <laughs> no, the- that's definitely not how it works. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no. 
Yeah, no, I hear you. And and but no, I thought of you because I thought you'd love this cap and so yeah, what right. I'm a lot. Very nice. Yeah. Right. But uh but I then thought like, oh yeah, he like you gave so, me a Bruce Springsteen uh CD right. back uh, when we did CDs. And um, so I I uh, I bought you an old school t-shirt that is a great great t-shirt and it was part of our argument about what kind of t-shirts better but this t-shirt would sort of be universally recognized as a great t-shirt we wouldn't argue about it the problem with the old school t-shirts they're gray and they come from this restaurant that I don't like anymore but it just says old school but the it like you wash it twice can't see it it's gone I mean, like yeah. you have to, yeah. So it's a little pointless, but uh, but it was uh, I bought two of them for uh, myself. They're still good T-shirts, but you can't see they're just great T-shirts. But uh, this whole conversation reminds me of a thing that I claimed in a conversation with my wife. We talked about last week, but we didn't. I lied. But it, it we've talked about it before, which is whenever if I, you know I like had a conversation with our friend Michael, he came by. I've been on my own for a fair amount of this month with my family back east, including right now. Oh, congrats! And uh, and then so Michael will he dropped by and she was like, oh my god, how's Michael? You know, and he's like, you know, how's his mom? How's Tracy? You know, his girlfriend? And uh, and I and I'm like, I I uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's well, how about how's how's his brother? He's like, I don't know, man. I don't ask ever, <laughs> ever. Right, you know, I go, I don't, you know, you know, and then she'll say it about Jack. You know, how's Wendy? I, I, I don't know. How's his dad? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you bring it up and say something about your dad, then I'll know. But like, and and so I'm like, I don't know. Am I an ass? I don't know how Charlie's wife is. I have no clue. I have no earthly idea. If she were, in, if something important happened, he would probably tell me during the conversation. But I don't think he goes, hey man, that's Lee. <laughs> you know, come on. <laughs> I don't no, know. it's a great topic because uh, it goes to how different um, women communicate with one another as opposed to men communicating with one another, as opposed to men communicating to women. All three are very different, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, it has to come up with conversation because I think most of the time men do not ask each other, oh my God, how's your wife? I mean, I suppose <laughs> if we didn't talk for months, we would, right? Uh-huh. What's going on? How are the kids? How's Wendy? Right? Like just yeah, like that, that's, right? That's, you know, yeah. Yeah. right? So, but that would be about it. And and if and so she pushes a little on it. Like, why don't you ask about him? And then the answer is because I don't really care, right? I mean, that's the <laughs> that's the tragic truth about it, right? I mean, I care very much about about you or or Michael or Charlie or Mark, all these people in in our lives, right? And in caring about them, that sort of includes their world. So I care about them, but I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't care how specifically Wendy is today. I don't. I don't care. And yeah, and 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 you know that, and that's fine. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Right. The only thing you know about my family right now is that my dad's book is selling like hotcakes. It's selling like hotcakes. <laughs> and I mean, like if you're if you're God forbid, and you know if your parents were sick in the hospital, like when my you know then you call and you ask about them, right? Yeah, how's it going? Yeah. You need it? I think I got that, you know. But yeah, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a weird thing to be like, hey, you know, Ben, I just want to update you. My dad's doing great. Yeah, like and, there was never any problem in the first place, and uh, and he's really enjoying Facebook lately. He's getting a lot of videos he likes. 
But like, of course, but you tell stories about your dad when they're interesting and they're relevant to your life and 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 I love hearing them, right? But I would never be like, hey, tell me one of your dad's stories. What's he up to? <laughs> like, I don't know, it's just, and I would also uh, proffer uh, to the court that women don't care either. They just, but they're, they have it in them to ask. But I don't think they really care about the answer either. Yeah, but they're decent enough to ask. I, I think right. that's yeah. fair. I think and, and being decent enough to ask that that counts for something. Actually, with my mom, I was talking to her the other day, and uh, and she told me that she was talking to one of her old friends, and and I said, oh, how often uh, do you talk to her? Because I haven't heard about her in a while, and she's like, you don't know that I talk to her a lot, like several times a week. I'm like, no. I didn't no, know. I no, I don't. No, I don't. Um, if you would, you, you didn't ask. say, and I didn't ask. I mean, yes. Because you have 28 friends, so I'm not going to go through the list every time. You're like, okay, how's Yusan? How's Jaiden? How's well, Nivin? It's time for me to speak ill of the dead in this regard, then, because uh, so my mom, you know, at her great, at her strongest, was you know, uh, would be there for anybody who needed help, uh, cared about people. She would always ask, "How's Jake?" How's Dan? How's Michael? Right? She always very interested. Send them my love, right? I'm sure not dissimilar to your mother, right? Um, but my mom also expected me in that way that your mom sort of like you had no idea how often I speak to Aunt, what was her name? Or her friend? What are we? I'm just making up. Yeah, the Aunt Yursa. <laughs> um, the. Uh, <laughs> I knew um, you were gonna. It was hopeless when I gave you that hard Turkish name, Gülsan. There's no zero percent chance you do it right. But the the but I, what I was imitating it turns out was because I'm watching Lillehammer, a little aside. This is like the first binge show on Netflix. Yeah, Steve Van and he plays like a version. It's I mean it's really a continuation. It's what if. The, and they make jokes about it in the second and third season. The, what if the Sopranos character, what if Silvio uh, went into witness protection and moved to Norway? Like that's essentially what the movie is, um, what the series is. But so there's half the shows in, in Norwegian, you know, it's subtitled, but they go back and forth, which I love. I love shows that go back and forth. When Norwegians talk to Norwegians, they speak Norwegian. When Americans talk to Americans, it's English mostly to Norwegians, and then they mix it up sometimes. Um, and so that sounded like a Norwegian name, you know, Aunt Aunt Yourself. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I have I have many things to say about that. So my uh, mother, my but my mother, to your point, real quick, would always want me to, you know. And so this one time, I've told the story before, but it's been years. So she calls me one day. I remember where I was in my home, and she says something along the lines of, "Your uncle Scott is in a really bad way. You could he'd really like to hear from you." And our cousin Scott, I think it said, and I go, oh, okay, I don't, Mom, I'm sorry, I, I, I help me out. Who, who's cousin Scott? And she's like, well, he's your uh, my, you know, he's he's your uncle Kenneth's uh, uh, son by his uh, uh, first marriage. I'm making all this up. I don't know if my uncle Kenneth was married before. Um, and uh, and I would go, yeah, I don't know him. She goes, no, I know you don't know him, uh, in part because you know you only paid attention to your father's side of the family and never cared about the jollies. And you're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What just happened here? And I would say and think sometimes if I felt bold enough, you know, mom, I was a kid. I think it's the parents' job to introduce me to the 
members of the parent's family. I don't think it's the child's job to reach out. But anyway, whatever, how's Scott? Well, he's beside, I remember this line, she goes, he's beside himself with grief. And I go, oh, well, all right, what, 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 what happened? She goes, well, uh, it was the, it was the, over the holidays. And she said, uh, Scott and Kathleen and the girls, Mitzi and Greta were uh, at the parade, the Thanksgiving parade, and they were actually on a float. And uh, Kathleen fell off the float, the float behind her uh, hit her, ran over. And uh, Scott is just, you know, in front of the girls, and he's, you know, and I'm like, that's horrible. I mean, it's a little funny, but it's horrible. And I, I just because they were hit by a float, you know, and I, that's that's horrible. I'm I'm so sorry, but I don't I don't I don't I don't think he'd like to hear from me. We we've never spoken ever, <laughs> right? Ever in my whole life, and he's never called me, and I've never called him, and I don't think either. I were probably both, you know, okay with that. Um, and and she she goes, yeah, but I know he he loves old movies. And I'm like, you know, this is like 2006. I've been on a TCM a couple of years, you know. And I'm like, Mom, I, I think it would just, if I, fine, give me his number, whatever, and I'll just get the number, and then that conversation will end, and then I won't, I won't call, right? <laughs> and then Mom uh, uh, continues. She goes, you know, it's just uh, he doesn't know what to do with himself. I mean, uh, uh, the doctor says she might lose the foot, and I go, so she's alive. Right, it just was in, <laughs> was in my head that you're beside yourself with grief, but she's been killed, right? And she goes, yeah, yeah, but I go, so she means she's got an injured foot and she, a worst case scenario, gets a prosthetic foot and then she gets to see her kids graduate from high school and go to college and get married and all these things, but she limps. That's that's his beside himself with grief. Um, and she's like, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not calling him. And mom, that is not a, no one's beside themselves with grief because somebody's, their partner's foot was badly injured by a Thanksgiving float. But mom loved despair and she loved to make you feel like your duty was to call people going through tough times, right? That you had an obligation to reach out to everyone vaguely connected with you if times were tough. But mostly it was mom reveling in the despair of others. Yeah, you know, there's an interesting theory on that, which is that uh, like, that that somehow makes people feel better to wallow in other people's despair. Which then ironically makes it not such a nice thing, right? And it's probably unfair to folks who are there for people when they're down, which is a great, great thing to do, which is what your mom did, right? But, but yeah, I, but I read, it's, it's, I read it's, about, it's about it's a balance too. Like, I mean, yes, there are people who are there for people when times are bad, and they just that's what they do. And then there are there's just and it, yeah, there was just I don't know if it made mom feel better because I don't think it made her feel like her problems were better but she just it's how she was comfortable like being around sadness talking about sadness the the troubles of other people uh to the point where she would find trouble when trouble wasn't there and i got it poor kathleen got hit by a float and i'm sure her foot hurt <laughs> but but there was she would she would find agony uh where there often wasn't agony yeah so uh I, did you ever find, first of all, Kathleen's the wife, not the daughter, right? Yeah, the daughters were um, Greta and Mitzi. 
Yeah, yeah. which are yeah. obviously yeah. Yeah. Uh, out of Lily Hammer and not out of real life. Right. Uh, but uh, uh, did you ever find out if Kathleen lost a foot? I don't know whether Kathleen lost the foot. I don't even. I don't even know how they're related to. I don't have any idea. It was, uh, but it was that was a that was a, that was more than a few times. There was you have to call this person, whom you don't know, and the reason you don't know them is because you're a Mankiewicz and you only cared about the famous half of your family and not the the hardworking, working class half of your family, the Jollies. Yeah, who mom, yeah. who mom, never introduced me to. Ever. Yeah. Or took a trip no, to California to see ever. Yeah, it's also a universal thing. Like, not in my case, it's not either side of the family. Uh, that's not an issue. Uh, but uh, but my mom will always be shocked. It's just you know the thing I probably say most often when people can't escape their own perspective. So she's like, you don't know Alia Hunnam's aunt's son's daughter? I do not. Right. No. That's right. Yeah. No. Oh my no, mama. I don't yeah. even know Aliyahala, let alone the aunt. Let alone the daughter, let alone the son. I know those. I I've been to your hometown once when I was six years old. Those people yeah. all live in your hometown and they've never been outside of your hometown. I and if you expected me to remember every single person I met when I was six and I had just been circumcised, that is not a, a likely scenario. Yeah, I. Uh, it was just this. Uh, yeah, there was this. Uh, it came up every so often. This sort of, and I mean, it would, you know, and 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 the the tension level on the phone call would go from zero to ninety eight in seventeen seconds. And you're like, how do you do this? Why can't you just? Why, you know, I would always think, Mom, there's a version of this story that's where we're where we're you and I are connecting over it. Oh my God, I got to tell you about your cousin Scott. Terrible. I hate to, you know, I don't mean to laugh or I don't mean it's terrible, but she got hit by a float. She might lose her foot. <laughs> Jesus, he is. Uh, anyway, I, uh, you know, and we're like connecting. And then I go, wait a minute, who's Scott? And then she could explain it instead of this moment where you put the other person instantly on the defensive for having done something wrong, for answering the phone and not knowing who you're talking about. Yeah. But that was that was her gift. I started watching Lily Hammer. Uh, and I got through, I think, probably one and a half or maybe two episodes. Uh, and this was, I don't know, however many years ago. But what's funny about Netflix is after a while, they give up on you. Uh, where if you've been, if you were in the middle of watching something, but you've been in the middle of watching it for five years, they're like, no, nope, I'm not putting it in uh, recently <laughs> watching. No, nope, you're just not going to go back to it. I know you're not going to go back to it. Uh, and I'm not going to let you tease me well, anymore. I'm I've taking Lily Hammer off your list. I, if you'd asked me if I'd seen Lillehammer, I would have said yes, and I thought I watched it all. I know Springsteen guest stars at the end, and I saw a little clip of it, but I clearly stopped watching after like I didn't. We didn't even know how to binge then. It was like 2014, and I don't know why I stopped because I liked it. It's fun. I mean, it's it's also the kind of show I crave in a sense, in that this the you know it's not really intense, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's fun. It's breezy. Uh, and you know you learn a lot about another culture. Like it's great, and it's it's an easy watch, and it's fun. But I hadn't, I clearly hadn't even finished season one. So uh, I've screwed everybody because it's been six and a half years, and I went back to <laughs> rejoin oh, Lily Hammer. Keep it on my list, but I want yeah. it on my list. I want them to remind me. Oh, remember you used to watch Lily Hammer, and you didn't finish, but they won't do it. Uh, and and so Ben, uh, it's funny you mentioned this series about Norway because. Unbelievably, I'm watching 
a different series about Norway on Netflix. Mm. Okay, so uh, so since uh, my kids and I are into the Marvel comic universe so much, and we watch all the Marvel movies on Netflix, we saw uh, something that uh, said Ragnarok, and that's uh, you know mm-hmm. related to Thor. And so we started watching it and then it was like too violent for the kids. Uh, but then I got hooked and I, I've been watching both seasons. But the reason I got hooked has nothing to do with the story. It's okay story, it's a mediocre story. It's it's because they dubbed it. First of all, I haven't watched something dubbed since I used to be in Turkey and they would dub the English, the, the American movies into Turkish. Uh, which is another hilarious thing you should see at some point. But it's funnier if you speak both languages, it seems more absurd. I'm sure, um, yeah. But I love how they dubbed it and the people who dubbed it have a Norwegian accent. And this is such an incredibly peculiar thing about myself or about me. Um, if there is a different language that pronounces names slightly differently, I get hooked on the series and I watch it based on that alone. Yeah. So the way the way they're saying the Norwegian names, I can't I can't get enough of it. Magna, Lauritz, Vitar, Util Industries, Utilheim. I'm like, yes, give me to say Util Industries one more time, please. I'm begging you. There's a guy, there's a character in Lillehammer named Jan Johansson, of course. Um, and he appeared to leave the series at the third season. It ends third season. I don't think it, it should have had a fourth season. I think. I mean, I don't think it's going to end. Um, but he appeared to because he committed a murder and he ran and, and he went to Iraq. <laughs> he fled to Iraq, which is funny. Um, and he, uh, but he's come back. And I'm so relieved because I don't care what he says. Everything he says is funny to me. Everything he says, and I, I get it. I'm just laughing at his accent. Um, you know, and he's a there's a pathetic nature to the character, and he's constantly laughing when he shouldn't be. Um, but it's good. But I it, exactly how you said, it, and hearing you say that just makes me want to. I want to hear Jan talk more. Although he changed his name, he converted to Islam in the in in the show, and is of, of course. course his Muslim name is Muhammad Ali. So it's, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely yeah. funny. Yeah. It, which leads me to the one other series that I watched was on FX. It was, God, I don't know now, seven years ago or something. And I only watched it because one of the characters, so it was about a Syrian dictatorship, um, Russia Gate. No, all right. Anyway, and, uh, and how this. Um, Were you in favor of the, of the Syrian dictatorship? I can't remember. Are you supporting yeah. it? That's <laughs> right. uh, yeah. Well, Ben, I'm against the Syrian dictatorship. I mean, but you wanted you wanted American television to come in and cancel the Syrian dictatorship. That's really what you wanted, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I'm against the Syrian dictatorship, but plot twist: I don't want to invade them. Oh, mm. that mm. is an unexpected plot twist. That just my mind not, can't handle it. Not uh, not what I heard. Okay, go on. <laughs> So um, anyway, one of the brothers stayed in Syria. The other one went and got educated in America and he comes back and plot twist there. The one from America is the one that winds up becoming the dictator, okay? Which by the way is not a plot twist because that's basically what happened with Bashar al-Assad. He went to France, came back and he's the one that wound up taking over for his dad, Hafez al-Assad. And by the way, to be fair to Bashar al-Assad, I mean, I keep calling him a dictator, but I heard award-winning journalists say that he won the election with 95% of the vote. 
So hello. Yeah, it just could be Marcus. could have been a bad, a, a poorly run opposition campaign. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember when Walter Mondale got killed and got four percent of the vote? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but likely that's not a dictator. Anyways, back to the fun stuff. Um, I watched the episode and I were like two, three seasons just to have the Syrian, the brother who stayed in Syria called the other one, Bassam. (laughs) 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 Bassam. Mind you, I'm from the Middle East. Not only that, my parents' hometown is right on the Syrian border. Okay, but but for some reason I couldn't get enough of Bassam. That's funny. with with Ragnarok, and what's great about it is that they say the names. I don't know if this is a Norwegian thing. They say them over and over and over. Like in a normal hour and a half conversation we'll have on old school. I don't know how many times I'll call you Ben, and now I'm kind of intrigued. Like I'll try to keep track of it, see if we do it a lot too. But in this show, they can't stop saying each other's names, and every time I'm like, yes. So <laughs> it'll be like Magna, you're late for dinner. Lauritz, get your brother Magna. And I'm like, I'm here for it. You know, we're not one scene where Vidar says, Lauritz, Lauritz, Lauritz. I rewound it three times. Terry got nine Lauritzes. You know, we're not allowed to laugh at people's accents anymore. Oh, which is the Norwegians are so heavily discriminated against. So I feel it's like if we found, so, you know, and it's too bad because I don't know, I never. I mean, I'm sure it was, but I, I didn't, I, I never was interested in margin. People should laugh at our accents. I mean, accents, it's just funny. The way people say things is funny. I, I'm, I can't, I, I get it. It's been banned from all humor now, but it's, it's funny. And I'm sure to the outside world, we know what here, you know what's funny? When people from other lands do an American accent and make fun of the way Americans talk. Like that, I laugh. It's always funny. And we must sound like we're all imitating John Wayne to them. Oh, 100%. When yeah. I used to go back to Turkey in the summers and, and I uh, would, you know, run into French and English tourists and stuff like that, they were always like, oh, you're from America. Well, howdy. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's great. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm actually from New Jersey. That's a completely different accent. And they're like, all right, partner. Yeah, whatever you say, partner. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, look, it's people cannot understand nuance. It drives me nuts, right? So you're allowed to make fun of your own ethnicity. You're allowed to make fun of ethnicities that are not discriminated against. And 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 America is not discriminated against, okay? We, we are often the discriminators. And so you're allowed to do a Texas accent left and right, right? And and look, I get it, it's people from the South get offended at Southern accents because the Northerners are kind of dicks to them and, and they equate it with being dumb, okay? And so that's why they gets under their skin. But I make fun of the New York accent, the Boston accent, and how badly I do the accents is also part of the fun, right? But people have lost all nuance. Lost I mean, look, I spent five years living in the South. I mean, I'm not counting Miami because that's not the South, that's Florida. Right. Um, and 
yeah, I, I get it. They, they they feel talked down to. Some people in the South feel talked down to by Northerners. But I mean, I got news for you: the Northerners, the Southerners are they're also not kind to the Northerners. I mean, I got news. It's not like not like they're picked on. I got you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, I mean, they, and by the way, I mean, I'm wildly generalizing because I made a gazillion friends there, many of them with Southern accents, you know, and so. But you know, there was, uh, of course, there were plenty. There's a huge chip on the shoulder about, uh, you know, biggest newsroom fight I've ever gotten into wasn't over a story. It was, it was over whether it was acceptable for this southerner, a native South Carolinian, who, who called it the war of northern aggression, you know, and insisted it wasn't over slavery. And you know, and I wasn't. I'm not a. I mean, I was a history major, but I'm not a expert. And you know, but I was not gonna. Like it was, I was like, that's insane. <laughs> that's yeah. an insane conversation. Well, um, yeah, that was a foreshadowing of things to come. It was, uh, it was. He, that guy was, uh, that guy was, uh, was that guy was uh, MAGA in 1994. Yeah, we were in Charleston a couple of years back, me and the and my friends from Jersey, and uh, it we very audibly. Toasted to northern aggression several times. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, here's the northern aggression. If that guy had been in the restaurant, you'd have started a fight. He left it too. He was thick. He was ready. He was always ready to fight. I'm thinking a different way. Uh, and <laughs> but, but look, I mean, the reason we did that, of course, is because so what if it was northern aggression? Um, it was northern aggression to free human beings from the slavery and misery and hellhole you'd put them in. Yeah. So even if it were true, God bless northern aggression. Yeah, and 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 by the way, you guys, you know, seceded from the union. I mean, <laughs> that was a pretty aggressive move. Yeah, that was pretty aggressive. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it was a terrible war, and it was a shame that we had to fight it. But. Yes. Of course, of course. I don't look inside America. You're allowed to do accents. You can make fun of our Jersey accent, our Boston accent. I don't Minnesota accent. Who cares? Who can, come on? That was a goddamn reason. I mean, we talked about this before. But there is this weird. There is this interesting feeling. Like, like I grew up with tons of immigrant friends, and so a lot of my friends were Indian, but. A lot of them were also Asian, Chinese, Korean, Vietnamese, etc. And and if for whatever reason, we felt like Indian accent was kosher, and my Indian friends would do it, my non-Indian friends would do it, but nobody thought Chinese accent was or Asian accent was kosher, and we never did it. Yeah, that's uh, interesting, right? Isn't that? it? Yeah, yeah. It, maybe it's because Indian kids make fun of their parents more. <laughs> like it's Maybe. Kind of I, I, I was also there's some, you know I mean I, I'm I'm guessing wildly but there's more there was more uh, South Asian more Indian assimilation um, that had also been a British colony so there's plenty of there's so many uh, Indian Americans who speak well obviously so many Indians who speak English because they grew up speaking English right whereas there you're gonna find less Chinese people who grew up speaking English so their English is their their English is frequently the an immigrant's English. It's broken English, right? Because they've learned it as an adult. Whereas the English, the Indians grew up in most cases speaking English. So then it's just an accent, right? But their English is perfect, right? In fact, mm -hmm. you know, 
better than most American born kids. Um, so I'm wondering that might be part of how it was like became acceptable. It seemed like it was uh, you know in the family. I don't you know. know what? Or or maybe because and and there's no way we would have been conscious of this, and that that would make it more interesting that. There was not a substantial history of discrimination against South Asians here in America, mainly because there weren't enough South Asians to discriminate against for a long time. Whereas there was a history of significant discrimination against Asians in this country, particularly Chinese. Yeah, uh, no, that's right. So it might have just been seemed seemed safer, easier, you know, like you weren't picking on people. Yeah, and I think that maybe got into our subconscious because when people do an Asian accent when we were growing up. I don't know that anybody does it anymore, but uh, but if anybody did it back then, it was almost or always derogatory. No, that's right, and that's but I mean that comes from the fact that the Indians speak fluent English; they just speak it with an accent that doesn't sound like they're from America. It's no different from the English we speak at all, right? It's really it's not just I mean they're you know it's like as it's a it sounds it sounds a little bit British too, right? So and that seems fair game. You know that's obviously fair game. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, anyways, uh, the one thing I will never give up is my dad's accent. I don't care how politically incorrect be it becomes. He's my dad. I get to do it. Okay, oh, yes, you definitely get to do it. <laughs> um, and so, anyways, um, th this. Uh, that said, overall, it's fine that we. It's not. It's not the greatest sacrifice in the world that the days of making fun of the way other people speak is over. That's okay. It's, no, it's not the end of the world. We'll, we yeah. will all definitely <laughs> we'll, survive. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I will, but I will continue to say magna. <laughs> yeah. No, by the way, the Nor it's never going to be. It's always going to be okay to make fun of Norwegians. I think we can safely say yeah. that. And originally they were Vikings. If their feelings are hurt by <laughs> by, uh, first of all, they could maraud us and go back to the old days. And and uh, is that a? I don't. Can you say maraud us? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like that. Why not? Yeah. Oh, there's also something about this show too, and I wonder if it's true of uh, of uh, uh, what's it called, Thor uh, Ragnarok. You, Ragnarok. Right. I wonder if it's true there too. In that the Norwegians seem unoffendable, right? When you try to offend them, they basically think because they're in general so well adjusted, they think, oh, so sad that you think that's funny. You know, <laughs> and they probably they're such like nice sons of bitches. They probably try to help you out of it. Just, oh, the whole show is about all these things. No matter how awful you've been, they're like, well, we have a service for that, and we'll help, and you know, we'll we'll get you whatever you need. That's right. That's constantly what's going on you know, in the show. By the way, that is not noted often enough that there are these massive success stories. These guys were. Literally, Vikings, the the biggest marauders of their times. They nearly invented rape and pillaging, right? And now they are the nicest country in the world. Like their penal system is so pleasant that people are shocked at at like really you you give like people in your prisons PS3s and they complain <laughs> that they don't have PS4. Like, are you serious? And you let them out that quickly, and and but you have less recidivism. It's unbelievable, right? And so it's just the transformation of. By the way, Norwegians over a long period of time, the Germans and the Japanese after World War II, 
Maybe we should every once in a while study things that went really well. Like here are like three massive warrior cultures that have turned incredibly peaceful and pleasant. Maybe we should do that again instead of going in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or or we could invade terrible dictators like Bassam. <laughs> <laughs> because dropping bombs always helps. Um, so, aha, uh-huh, take it out of context. He said it. He said it. Um, <laughs> we're back to this. Oh, it was about, yeah, it was the, the mayor of Miami about Cuba. And he's like, oh, the people of Cuba are suffering. That is why they're protesting against the government of uh, the terrible, tyrannical government of government. We should consider bombing them. That's Wait. right. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I know, and you you tweeted about that, and then the response from uh, was, of course, <laughs> is always funny. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that, that never gets old. That's a really it's a good one. I love that they think that's funny. <laughs> it's so it becomes ironically funny, uh, but they're like, oh yeah, way to be on the right side. <laughs> 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 oh man, this social media thing, man, it's a, it's a problem. It's a problem. <laughs> but but right wingers are unbelievable. Like, who thinks like, oh, the poor people of Cuba are suffering? Let's bomb them. <laughs> 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 to them, somehow that makes sense. That's insanity. All right. Anyways, okay, back to Wyoming. Um, so it is Ben. You will enjoy it. Unquestionably, I mean, the Grand Tetons are, are amazing, beautiful, gorgeous. It's America. Uh, Yellowstone, yeah, Tetons are better than Yellowstone, uh, but Yellowstone's, of course, amazing. And uh, uh, but what was awesome about Yellowstone was um, if you go on the right, if you go deep enough into Yellowstone, at first I thought everything's like they're constantly talking about all oh, the elk, the moose, the bears, the bison. Oh, it's you know, you you be careful, don't get too close to them and stuff. And for like six days, we didn't see any of it for five days, none of it, right? We're like, oh, I get it. It was just all a ruse. It's everything in America is marketing. There are no moose, there are no <laughs> bears. It's all a lie, right? I, I got you. And yeah, peace through strength. Got it. Got it. <laughs> it trickle down economics, clever. Um, so. But finally, on the last day in Yellowstone, if you go deep enough into the park, uh, yeah, bison walking on the road towards us, traffic jams in the middle of nowhere because there's bison on the road. And and you see a giant bison walking towards you and gets within a couple of inches of you as he passes by your car. There ain't nothing more American than that. And there's nothing more badass than that. And you see a field of bison out there. You see an elk with these giant antlers, right? And and the whole time, and I'm yelling it in the car too, because I'm me. I'm like, uh, and then I started yelling it in public, like America, Wyoming. <laughs> right? um. Sure, sure, that was great. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So you no, know, you know what? You know what? People enjoy my antics, okay? Uh, you know, wives like to tell you that people don't enjoy your antics, uh, but they're not paying attention. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we were 
we went to go see Old Faithful. So if 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 you haven't been there and you don't know about it, so Old Faithful is one of the geysers at Yellowstone. It's obviously the most faithful. Most faithful. Well, that's also true, but the most famous one, and that's why people know that name. Almost everybody knows that name. But what it, the reason it's called Old Faithful is because it's the one that erupts regularly, every ninety minutes or so. So the others might erupt, you know, once every six hours or once every six years. But Old Faithful, he's gonna blow every ninety minutes. Okay. And so we go there and and it's a range, it's not strictly 90 minutes, it's you got a 10 minute range on both sides. But this, he really stretched it this time, right? And he got past 10 minutes late <laughs> and people are getting real antsy and they're like, because, and you hear guys saying it in the back, right? Just our luck, mm-hmm. the this one is one time, time we right. come, oh, right. literally old faithful doesn't blow, right? So just to kid around, I started bullying Old Faithful, right? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, so I guess you can't blow, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm doing it to make the kids laugh, right? And I and I'm and we started creating peer pressure on him to erupt, (laughs) okay? And and Wendy's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm creating pressure so the geyser erupts. Get it? Mm -hmm. Peer pressure, right? That's right. (laughs) And you know what happened? Everybody around us loved it. And then people started all bullying Old Faithful, right? <laughs> go, oh, you don't have it in you. <laughs> Maybe you just don't have it anymore. Yeah, oh, yeah. hey man, oh, I guess, it sure you know. runs over, yeah. <laughs> I guess old more than faithful, huh? <laughs> anyway, and what was great is that there was actually a little bit like, you're in Wyoming, but it's obviously mostly tourists. You don't know what part of the country they're from. You don't know what their politics is. But for that, you know, couple of minutes, we all bonded over bullying Old Faithful. And then so, there was probably, and when it when it blew, you probably there was probably like a big round of applause, right? Are you kidding me? We went no, nuts so, when it no. blew, right? Yeah. So when I was going around going Wyoming, <laughs> people generally loved it, and you can tell when they don't. We were at a state gas station late at night, and I was goofing around with the kids. And there was a, a woman in, in running the cash register. And normally women uh, think that's funnier than men do. And especially if you're doing it with the kids, it's endearing and stuff. Mm-hmm. She was not having any of it, okay? She was stone cold Wyoming. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I brought it down. I, I'm, you know, I'm. No, I'm you a, should, we saw the audience. I think I got yeah. it, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I leaned into her. I was like, "We should bomb Syria, shouldn't we?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said it. He said it. Okay. Anyways, uh, so one last thing, we got to run, and then we'll do a whole another forty-five minutes uh, for the members. Tyt.com/slash/join or hit the join button below on YouTube. Um, Wyoming is surprisingly purple, uh, and I don't mean as a p- p- political statement. The sagebrush is purple, there's tons and tons of purple flowers, and the sunset is shockingly purple almost every night, okay? Hmm. And so it's funny, like you think of Wyoming, you think of like tan colors, brown colors, the gritty country, you know, etc. And you show up and it's like, hey, purple everybody, (laughs) so and it's beautiful, it's gorgeous. Uh, So and it adds to how gorgeous it is.
So yeah, Ben, it's 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 a crime you haven't been there. I mean, it, it is hashtag America. No, I'm going. We're going. We're going to you know, I don't know Montana. We're going there. We're going to that part of the country. I don't okay. know when, but soon. All right, so guys, we got to go. So tyt.com/slash/join members. We'll see you there in a minute.